And in studio, in the stress list this morning, looking very comfortable, by the way, David <laughs> Abbas is here. David, how are you, sir? Good morning. So your official title is Director of Transportation and Mobility Department. Can you explain that to me, exactly what your duties are, the parameter is? Sure. Uh, the Transportation Mobility Department, uh, our main focus is the operation, maintenance, and safety of our transportation system. We've, we've got multiple programs, uh, paving, concrete, sweeping, signing, striping, landscape, uh, winter operations. Uh, we got a transportation engineering operations uh, team, I'll call it, bridge program, traffic signal program, kind of the citizen service request, low stress network, you know, bike, key routes, that type of thing. We have a parking and mobility division. Um, and so we work closely with the, the capital improvement group, engineering, infrastructure, and planning department, as well as some of the private development uh, projects that are happen on, happening and uh, look for those synergy opportunities and efficiencies within our maintenance work. But the, those capital projects become ours to own and maintain uh, for the rest of their life. So when I talk about things like Nefrode's Roundabout and Wilson Avenue and the, the things that are actually happening in the city, yep. doing improvement stuff, that's you guys. Those are capital improvement projects that the engineering department is is managing and, and uh, r running that capital improvement project. Once they're done, uh, that then becomes our, our department to own, own and maintain for the rest of its life, whether that's striping, snow plowing, sweeping, uh, you know, maintenance, maintenance of uh, maintenance of our right away on the surface. So, how is your your schedule for this summer? Are we uh, wrapping up? We, yeah, we we've wrapped up our street preservation uh, projects. We, we put out street preservation uh, to kind of keep our good roads good. Uh, that's the most effective, cost effective way to maintain them is keep them in good condition. If you let them uh, deteriorate to you know failure or or that expensive reconstruction or, or paving uh, that that's the expensive work so uh, we still have our core duty uh, work going on you know sweeping and, and landscaping uh, legends and those things th those programs i mentioned but our street preservation work this summer uh, we had about 37 lane miles uh, total that we treated with street preservation contracts our uh, paving contract was a little over three million dollars that touched 18 lane miles um, and then our slurry seal contract, we were about $268,000, uh, touching about 19 lane miles. So you can see that uh, cost effectiveness there if we can keep the roads in that good condition. Now you're about to pivot then. If you're done with your, your maintenance work for summertime, now you're going to pivot into what? Yeah, uh, fall is in the air out there this morning, and uh, we'll be transitioning into our winter operations uh, schedule. We typically change on uh, daylight savings for that. Uh, that's where we run two shifts, uh, 4 a.m. to noon, and then 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, for that, you know, morning commute, evening commute coverage. Uh, that's for winter operations, snowplow, sanding. Um, we've got priority uh, designations throughout the city. The priority ones are those arterial, uh, busier roads, your, your business, your commerce. Uh, priority twos are kind of what we call the collector roads uh, that feed, feed into those arterials. Uh, that'd be your hospital areas, your, your collectors from neighborhoods, uh, business centers, schools, um, uh, some of the you know medical facilities, that type of thing. Priority three, threes are the local residential streets, which make up the bulk of our system. Um, when we have a, um, a big enough storm, uh, we, we call contractors in, on-call contractors to help uh, with those local residential roads. Uh, we've had a couple light winters in a row. Uh, we'll see what... Uh, Mother Nature throws at us this year. Uh, but, yeah, winter's coming, so it's helpful if everybody's you know gets prepared with their uh, 
you know, snow tires and things and snow shovels. And uh, in, when we do have snowstorms, uh, any, you know, ability to keep trailers, vehicles, garbage cans, that type of thing off the street helps immensely with our snow plowing efforts uh, to try to clear those roads curb to curb. Let me take this opportunity to thank you in advance for the berm in my driveway <laughs> <laughs> that I usually have to shuffle about 3 o'clock in the morning right. before I can go to work. <laughs> right. It happens. It's just part of the system. Yeah. But we had pretty much, uh, there hasn't been a whole lot the last several years. We got hit and then nothing. And then we got hit again yeah. and then we got nothing. Yeah, we've had some light winters now for a couple, two, three years in a row. All right. So we'll see how that, that goes uh, and hopefully it will be pretty uh, pretty easy. I wanted to ask you if you could uh, tell me, because you were talking things in the millions of dollars with the work that you've been doing. The transportation <clears throat> fee that the city is kicking around, from your point of view, why is that necessary? I'll, I'll start from the TSP, kind of from the top. The, the city has a transportation system plan. It was based on two years of, of public input, um, really defined uh, the, the community needs, wishes, wants, and, uh, you know, that plan uh, lays out how we uh, invest and, and manage uh, our transportation system for the next 20 years with the anticipated and projected growth and things. Um, really how, how our system for people who walk, bike, drive, uh, use public transit. So part of that effort was a funding group, um, that we, which was part of the Citizens Transportation Advisor Committee on that TSP effort. That covered the funding strategy, uh, kind of the tools on how we're going to deliver that 20-year plan. Um, and there's a variety of, of funding tools in there. Uh, the GEO bond, uh, thanks to the voters for passing that, was an example of a, a funding mechanism in there. What did that do, the GEO bond? The GEO bond is the capital improvement projects, like okay. we were just talking about. That once, right. once those new projects are built and they become our departments to own and maintain. Um, transportation fee was also a part of that, uh, the funding tools. So, um, you know, the GEO bond or the transportation SDCs, that's the capital improvement construction projects. That's what funds those. Uh, but then they become ours uh, to own and maintain. And uh, the maintenance revenues, uh, which is mostly state fuel tax and then a small portion of the discretionary general fund dollars, because most of that goes to public safety, police, fire, uh, those, those have been static uh, or declining uh, re recently, you know, more, more fuel efficient cars and electric vehicles that, that's not a sustainable uh, funding source, keeping pace with inflation and uh, cost of doing business. Um, so the transportation fee would be a user fee for the transportation system, you know, whether you bike, transit, drive, uh, all those things you're using the transportation system and the uh, transportation system gets our goods and services to us, gets the groceries on the shelves for us. Um, and that transportation fee would come directly to and only be able to use for uh, the transportation system. So, uh, you know, allow us to do that uh, cost-effective pr street preservation and maintenance of the system, keep it at a high level uh, for our users, but then also have that ability for enhanced uh, maintenance year-round, like we were talking about the winter operations, including, you know, the key bike and ped routes, um, that type of thing, and, and the ability for some small quick build projects. While, while we're out there doing the maintenance, that's a great efficient time to make some enhancements, enhancements and improvements, not just put, you know, uh, a slurry seal on the pavement and call it good. It's, it's We want to look at it and make improvements to the system. If gas tax isn't going to be enough to get these projects done, how do you go about collecting money from electric car users, pedestrians, bicyclists? 
Well, this is a transportation fee, not, not, not like a, in the past where it was a local fuel tax effort, um, but this fee would be um, applied on every utility bill, um, you know, so residential and, and businesses. And uh, so that utility bill is capturing the use of the system, if you will, um, wh whether you ride your bike or you have an electric vehicle or you have an internal combustion engine vehicle or you use the bus. Um, you're using the transportation system. I think I already know the answer to this question, but the slice of the local gas tax money, will that go away? That's the state fuel tax. We get it through the state. Uh, we don't have a local fuel tax here. Uh, it's a state fuel tax, and uh, I, I don't see that going away anytime soon. The state is looking at efforts of how to uh, better account for users of the system, you know, uh, kind of vehicle miles traveled and, and things versus the fuel tax because uh, they're uh, – uh, also having funding challenges for transportation, uh, just like most folks across the nation as far as agencies or, or states. So there, there'll still be that fuel tax at the state level. Um, it's just not keeping pace with the needs of, of the transportation system. So where is the Bend transportation fee at right now? So um, council is involved in the public. With There's been two roundtables. There's a third roundtable uh, coming up next month. Um, if there's a if you go to our bendoregon.gov website and, and you know search transportation fee there's a, a lot of information there um, for the, that folks can get at um, so um, finishing up those roundtables getting that input um, you know and working on what that would look like for a city council decision uh, targeting early next year all right David Abbas director of transportation and mobility department next time you're in I'm going to ask you about potholes <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Have a great day. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND.